Welcome back, it's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Slop Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. podcast is for kids, so ask a parent guardian before watching, buying, or doing anything. Or listening to a podcast. It may or may not like the podcast content, or content, so always ask permission before you do something. But I would say, I hope you all like my podcast, enjoy the things I talk about. On the one podcast, I talk about animals and mythical creatures. On the other, I talk about like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dumbo, Disney, Easter eggs, stuff like that. So I do have like two, I do two characters that have podcasts. One's like a mermaid hybrid. She's like a fairy mermaid creature. And the other's like a person who likes boy and girl things and talks about them, like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, Dragon Ball Z if you want. So check it out. Enjoy. Today we're going to talk about ostriches. 
the largest bird. When you think of birds, you probably think of the small, charming birds chirping in your backyard. The ostrich just bigger than your dad. Ostriches are the largest bird. They could grow nine feet tall and weigh over 350 pounds. Ostriches live in the African savanna. They can't fly, but they're fast runners. They can run up to 43 miles per hour for short periods. Most of the time they run at around 30 miles per hour. Ostriches eat seeds, plants, and grain. They also munch on insects and small animals. Fun facts about ostriches for kids. An ostrich has the largest eye of any land mammal. Their eyes are two inches across. Ostriches have very small brains. Ostriches don't really bury their heads in sand. They do lie on the ground and stretch their necks out to hide when trouble approaches. Ostriches have powerful legs and clawed toes. One strong kick can kill a lion. Ostriches live in small flocks. One male and female ostrich leads the flock. The other female lays their eggs in the lead female's nest. She and the lead male sit on the egg. Ostriches are sometimes raised for their meat. An ostrich has larger eyes of any land mammal. Ostriches. How many eggs do ostriches lay? Ostrich can lay. One every day until they have a clutch of six to eight eggs. The eggs each weigh 350 pounds. That's about as much as 12 chicken eggs. Question, ostriches are in danger? Are they in danger? In the 1800s, people used ostrich feathers in clothing designs. Ostrich were hunted so much that they almost became extinct. Today, ostriches are raised on farms. Wild ostriches flock are growing. Ostriches facts, the world's largest bird. Ostriches have the largest eye of any Moving closed. vertebrae. Ostriches are large, flightless birds that have long legs and a long neck that products from a round body. Male have bold black and white coloring that they use to attract females. Females, on the other hand, are light brown. Ostrich are bigger than any other bird in the wild. They can grow up to nine feet tall and can weigh up to 320 pounds. According to the African Wildlife Foundation, an ostrich eyes are two inches in diameters, the largest of any land animal. The ostrich is the only bird that has two toes on each foot. All other birds had three or four toes, according to the American Ostrich Association.
While ostriches live, ostriches live in the dry hot savanna and woodlands of Africa. They once roamed all over Asia, Africa, and Arbenia, Pennsylvania. But because they have been hunted so extensively, wild ostriches' range has been reduced to sub Iranian Africa, according to the University of Michigan Museum of Zoology. However, ostriches can be found in captivity all over the world. And ostrich are armivores, which means they are both vegetarians and meat, although they prefer plants, especially roots, seeds, and leaves. They also eat luscious lizards, snakes, and rodents, according to the San Diego Zoo. I guess they'd be like kitty cats, bring them in to keep all the rodents out. They also eat sand and pebbles to help grind up their food inside their gizzard, which is a small pouch where food is crushed and ripped up before it reaches the stomach. Ostrich don't need to drink water. They get all the water they need from the plant they eat. However, they do drink if they come across a watering hole. Whoa, okay. I see the picture of a pretty ostrich. The white one and black one, which is the male, is super fluffy. It looks like almost like a peacock. Well, the female isn't as pretty, but that's because they have to blend in to keep them from for when they want to mate. Male ostriches are called cocks or roosters, and females are hens. A group of ostriches is called a flock. Flocks can consist of up to a hundred birds, though most have ten members according to San Diego Zoo. The group has a dominant male and a dominant female and several other females. Low males come and go during mating season. To get a female's attention, males bow and flop their rings outward to display their plumage. When they are ready to mate, the males beak and shine will turn bright red. Sometimes his neck will change to a red color to match. Females also change the color when they are ready to meet. Their feathers will turn a silverly color according to the American Ostrich Association. Ostrich eggs and baby ostriches. Ostrich eggs are six inches and Fifteen centimeters. It can weigh up to three pounds. Eggs are laid in a hominal nest called adult nest, which can hold about 60 eggs at one time. Male as well as female sit on eggs until they hatch, which can take 40 to 46 days. Ostrich's offspring are larger than any other bird baby. A birth chick can be as big as a chicken. The male and female share the responsibility of taking care of the young, according to the San Diego Zoo. During an attack, the male tries to lure the predator away from the chicks while they run for f cover with the female. 
By six months, a chick is almost at its full-grown height. At three to or four years, it will reach maturity. An ostrich can live up to 50 to 75 years. Uh, according to intertext, uh, we don't need to talk about this. Other facts. It may seem amazing that ostrich thin legs can keep their large bodies upright. Their legs are perfectly placed so that their body's center of gravity balances on the top of its legs. Their thin legs give them great speed and mobility, too. They run up to about 40 mph, 64.3 kmh, for a sustainer period of time, according to the American Ostrich Association. To popular belief, ostriches don't bury their heads in the sand. This is a kid disclaimer. This is made for kids. Always ask a parent, guardian, or someone who is in charge of you before watching, buying, listening to, or doing anything in my podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. I also hope you all have a wonderful day and enjoy some of these videos and podcasts and the great things that I do. And remember, don't always do stuff you see at home. You should be cautious and make sure it's the right thing for you. And make sure your parents are okay with it or your guardian. I also hope you all have a wonderful, great day, afternoon, and night. And I hope every kid out there is enjoying their free time. And have a great, wonderful day and enjoy my Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon i know y'all might want to skip it but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important i hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and i hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokey artichokey ad break it's now Okay, let's talk a little bit about birds. 10 Fascinating American Tree Sparrow Facts Okay, the tree sparrow is a small brown and gray bird that lives in the timbered forests of North America. They are found throughout most of Canada, but not so much in the northern reaches of Canada where it's too cold for them to live. In the United States, they can be found from New England all the way to West California. In Europe, it is seen in Austria, Belgium, Germany, Italy, Spain, France, Romania, Turkey, Russia, 
Poland, Hungary, Hungary. The average adult American sparrow weighs between 17 and 27 grams and are two to four inches in length. Habits. It prefers to live in areas of wood, open woodland. Let's see if my book says the same thing. I'm curious. I have this. Birds for Beginners Midwest. Your guide to feeders, food, and the most common background birds. Since I thought you all enjoy talking about animals. Okay, American Tree Sparrow. Look for the rusty crown and eye line. Size 6, 15 cm. Male brown bird with a tan chest and rusty crown and eyes line. Gray eyebrows, dark spots in the center of chest, dark upper bill, yellow lower bill, two white wing bars, female same as male, juvenile soaked chest, often obscure the central dark spots, lack of rusted crown, nest, cup, female bills, one brood per year. Eggs three to five, greenish with brown markings. One seen fall and winter. Food, insect seeds, visits, seed feeders. Compare chipping sparrows, has white brows and a black eye line. Song sparrows has a heavy streaked chest to identify the American tree sparrow check for a dog spot on the chest and the two-tone bill. Stan notes a regular feeder visit in some places in the Midwest during winter. Okay, well I have to go. I will see you all later. I'll hear you all later if you get what I'm saying. Okie dokie artichoke, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope you all listen and Keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Okay, we're going to continue our little conversation about the American tree sparrow. Chipping sparrow, page 73, has white eyebrows and a black line. Song sparrows has a heavily streaked chest to identify the American tree sparrow shot for the dark spot on the chest. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. Oh, my allergies. Stan's notes. A regular feeded 
visitor in some places in the Midwest during winter. Soon during migration, a flock of two to two hundred birds found in open fields, woodlands, and suburbs backyards, sometimes called white chippy because it looks like chipping sparrow, give a series of high-pitched, sweet-sounding whistles, nest in Canada and Alaska. The species named adored means tree, but it doesn't nest in trees, nest on the ground in a lump of grass. The name tree refers to its habits. American refers to its natural range. House spiral. Okay, now let's get to know the birds. Getting started. Welcome to the world of birding. If you're a beginner, try to identify the birds in your backyard. This book is, this is for you. Birding is a simple pastime that's incredibly popular and it's not hard to see why. You can watch birds in any season. And as far as hobbies go, a basic setup is about as cheap as it gets. All you need is some green space, a bird feeder, and perhaps a pair of binoculars. Uh, this is to help birders who are just starting out. This contains 55 species of birds in the Midwest all common backyard visitors. It includes summertime favorites such as Orleys, bluebirds, and the ruby-throated hummingbird, and year-round residents such as chickadees, cardinals, and nut hatchers. The birds chosen in once you start identifying backyard birds, I encourage you to find my states. Specific bird according to this guide that I have for your state. So find your state bird. Let's see what else we have here. Bird feeder basics. To get more birds to visit your yard, an easy way to invite them is to put out bird feeders. Bird feeders are often used as unique as the birds themselves, so the type of feeder you use really depends on the kinds of birds you're trying to attach. Hopper feeders are often wooden or plastic, designed to hold a large amount of seeds. Hmm. My little fart machine going off. <laughs> a large amount of seeds, they often have a thunder opening along the bottom, which Fences the seeds, birds landing along the side and help themselves to the feeder. Hopper feeders work well as main feeders in conjunction with types of feeders. They are perfect for offering several kinds of seed mix. Is for cardinals, finches, nutcrackers, chickadees, and more. Tube feeders with large shade ports and multiple perches are very popular. Often mostly plastic, they tend to be rugged enough to last several years and can be easily cleaned. These feeders are great for black oil sunflower seeds and seed mix, seed mix is, which are favorites of goose beaks and all the other bird species that also visit hooper feeders. Some tube feeders have small holes, allowing 
incredibly tiny vessel seeds to be suspended just a few at a time. Use this kind of feeder to offer NYGER seeds which will attract various finishes. One style of tube feeder have a wire mesh covering the with openings large enough for birds to extract one of their favorite foods, peanuts, out of shells. Most birds enjoy peanuts, so these feeders will be of the some most popular in your yard. Another variety of tube feeder has opening large enough for peanuts in the shell. These are also very popular with birds. Ground feeders allow a wide variety of birds to access the food. The semi-pleasant and easy feeder they to use, they consist of flat platform with a lip around the edges to keep seeds from spilling out. Some have a roof to keep rain and snow off the food with or without a roof. Draining holes in the bottom are important. Ground feeders will bring in Jerichos, Junksicos, and many other birds to your backyard, including pheasant ants and even marlards if you near water. Suet feeders are simply wire cages that hold caskets of suet. The wires allow woodpeckers, nut attachers, not attachers and other birds to cling securely to the feeder while pecking out chunks of suet. The best suet feeder have a varietal extension at the bottom where a woodpecker can brace its tail and support itself while feeding. These are called tail prop stud feeders. Nectar feeder are glass or plastic containers that hold sugar water. These feeders usually have plastic parts that are bright red, a color that is extremely attractive to hummingbirds, but O-R-I-O-L-E-S and woodpeckers will also stop for a drink. They often have up to four parts for access to the liquid and yellow bee guards to prevent bees from getting inside. Prevent bees from getting inside. Mealworm feeders can be very basic, a simple glass or plastic cup or container will do. Pick one with sides tall enough and make sure the material is simpler enough to stop the lively worm meals from crawling out. Bluebirds especially love this wiggly treat. Get to know your bird seed. Black olive sunflower. Studies have shown that all birds prefer black oil sunflower seeds over all other commercial bird foods. Black olivers are smooth black seeds that come from the common sunflower plant. H-E-L-I-A-N-T-H-U-S-A-N-N-U-U-S Even small birds such as finches have no trouble cracking open these seeds with their large, strong bills. Black olivers contain more fat in the form of oil than other seeds, hence the name. They are matted and pack more nourishment per 
bite than just about any other bird food on the market. Each seed has a natural value of 28% fat, 15% protein, 25% fiber, and supplies vitamin B and E as well as calcium, iron, and potassium. Striped sunflower. Striped sunflower seeds have a thin white strip. They are larger than black olives and they have a thicker hull, marking them harder to slip. Nevertheless, blue jays open them easily and like them immediately and miss immensely. Occasionally called strippers, strippers. Yep. These are the sunflower seeds that people eat, high in fat, protein, vitamins, and fiber, and they usually are part of any popular bird seed mix. White sun sunflower is a good option for those who want to avoid attracting squirrels and gar garlics, which one often is distasteful and difficult to open and attracts many backyard favorites such as cardinals, chickadees, and more. Smaller than black olives, sunflower is a thick-shelled, small white seed that is high in nutrients and fat. These seeds come from the annual sunflower plant, C-A-R-G-H-A-M-U-S-T-I-N-C-T-O-R-I-U-S. Golden safflower, enjoyed by nutters, can cardinals and other strong-billed birds. This is an approved variation of white safflowers. That is also called nutter staff. Included in 2004, it has a thinner outer hull, high oil content, high protein, and calcium centered omega-6 fatty acid developed as food for beef and dairy cattle, chutley and fish for bird feed makers. Hailed sunflowers. Hailed sunflowers is just the meat or nut meat of the sunflower seed without the herd outer shell. The natural content is the same as black olive and striped sunflower seeds. There is no possibility for these seeds to garment, so the bags are marked as non-garmenting and are no mess mixes with hauled sunflowers. You won't need to rack up or blow any discarded holes under your feeders. Hauled sunflowers is often available at whole nuts or as pieces or chips. The expenses of shelling the seeds makes this feed more expensive than others, but the benefits may weigh the cost. After all, most bird seeds is sold by weight and with hauled sunflowers you are not paying for the inedible shells. I actually eat sunflowers without the shells, so that is something I do eat, so I know what that is. White millet. Millet is a soft shelled, small round grain that comes from the millet plant. Potassium millicum. There are red, golden, and striped variations of millet, but the most common for birds feeding is prosmillet, 
which is white. White millet attracts a various of birds, including sparrows, juncos, and doves. It contains good natural content, um, 4% fat, 12% protein, 8% fiber, vitamin B, and calcium, and a foldable seed that is usually in ground and tray feeders. It is also sprinkled on the ground to attract birds to the feeder. That is all for today. I did this one today because I forgot to do it on the weekend. So you get a Monday one. But next weekend, it'll be back to normal, I hope. Okay, I'll hope you have a great week and talk to you Wednesday, hopefully. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Today we're going to talk about... Dragonflies. Dragonflies? Of all the flying insects, dragonflies might be the most charming. They do not sting or bite. They don't carry disease or germs. And they have bright colors and an amazing way of flying. Dragonflies live in most parts of the world, but they prefer to live near ponds or streams. Dragonflies and their smaller cousins, desmoflies, spend most of their lives as larvae or baby dragonflies. They hatch from eggs underwater and feed on water insects, tiny fish, even tadpoles. They hatch from eggs. underwater and feed on water insects, tiny fish, and even tadpoles. They can stay in a larva stage for up to two years depending on the species. Then they leave the water and come ashore. Their hard exoskeletons crank, crank cracks and their adumen or bottom part expands. Their wings harden and they become adults. Unfortunately, most adult dragonflies live only a few weeks. Fun facts about dragonflies. There are over 3,600 kinds of dragonflies on the planet. Dragonflies have sharp teeth 
They are fierce hunters. Some dragonflies float over the water like hawks looking for prey. Others dart about grabbing prey quickly. Dragonflies catch insects with their feet. They are expert hunters. A dragonfly can eat hundreds of mosquitoes in a single day. Dragonflies can fly straight up and down and side to side. Dragonfly vocabulary. Charming, pleasing, germs, bacteria, or virus that can make you sick. Tadpole, baby frog, or toad. Larva, baby insects, abdomen, bottom part of an insect. Exoskeleton, hard shell or skeleton on the outside of the body. Dragonfly Q&A, question. Do dragonflies have good eyesight? Answer, dragonflies have excellent eyesight. In fact, their eyes make up most of their head. Dragonflies can see in every direction except right behind them. Question, how long do dragonflies live on Earth? Dragonflies have, answer, dragonflies have been here for more than 300 million years. Ancient dragonflies had wings that were two feet across. They were probably big enough to eat a small pet. Did you know we share our planet with over one million species of insects? That's a lot of bugs. Scientists are discovering more insects each day. Insects are also called orthopods. Some have wings and some don't, but all have a few things in common. Insects don't have bones or backbones like us. They call invertebrates. That means they have a hard exoskeleton or shell on the outside of their bodies that protects them. All insects have three hard parts, the head, the throat, thorax, which is the middle part, and the abdomen or end part. Insects have two anantheria. They have six legs. Facts about dragonflies. Dragonflies are older than dinosaurs. The earliest dinosaur fossil dated back 240 million years ago. But can you believe that dragonfly fossils have been found to be even older than that? Paleologists placed their earliest known dragonfly more than 300 million years ago, long before dinosaurs ruled the earth. Prehistoric dragonflies were as big as crows. The dragonflies of the prehistoric era weren't only old, they were enormous. Some dragon fossils have a 30-inch wingspan, which is as big as a modern cow. Today, the largest dragonfly have a 6.3-inch wingspan and are found in Australia. Dragonflies were named for the devil's horse. Dragonflies don't really look like dragons, so they did, they get, how did they get their name? The answer comes from Romania folklore, and the story goes of St. George in the myth. The devil turned St. George's horse into a huge insect. That earned dragonflies, the Romanian name for devil horse, since the Romanian word dragonflies. Jataka means both devil and dragon. The insect soon became dragonfly.
there are more than 5,000 species of dragonfly today. If you live in North America, you have the chance to see 450 species of dragonfly, but there are thousands more. Currently, there are over 5,000 species of dragonfly in the Order Odontin. Amazing dragonfly. Dragonflies and horseflies are both flying insects with six legs and a thorax. But that's where the similarity stops. They're not even the same family. Dragonflies don't have teeth, but they can bite. Can bite. Despite their place in the order, which means tooth, dragonflies don't have teeth like other insects. They have sharp mandibles on their jaw used for tearing and eating prey. Their bite isn't dangerous for humans, but it can definitely pinch. Dragonflies' eyes cover their whole body. Dragonflies have two giant eyes that contain nearly 30,000 lenses called ultimetia. Their eyes are so big they cover the dragonfly's entire head, allowing it to see 360 degrees around. Perfect for a creature that tends to be both predator and prey. They can reach speed of 35 miles per hour. Dragonflies are the fastest flying insects in the world. Some large species of dragonfly can reach a speed of 35 miles per hour, which is even faster than the average hummingbird. They beat their wings almost 10 times slower than bees. While dragonflies are the fastest flyers, they don't get that way because the, by beat they don't get that way by beating their wings more quickly than other insects. Dragonflies beat their wings around 30 times per second. That sounds very fast until you compare that rate to bees. Dragonflies can fly backwards, loop the loop and hoover in place. Because dragonflies have the unique two-wing design, they are incredibly aerodynamic. aerodynamic. Dragonflies can fly in a direction that a helicopter can fly, which is 360 degree turns, hoovering in one place and even backwards. Their wings tear bacteria apart. If you put a dragonfly wing under a microscope, you'd see billions of tiny N-A-N-O-S structures. These fingers are small enough to grab bacteria and hold on tight. As bacteria tries to escape, they tear themselves apart, keeping the dragonfly safe and healthy. Legendary dragonfly life cycle facts. Depending on the species, a dragonfly can live for a few months or even a few years. This transition through a process called incomplete morphomenesis. But what it does is this proceeds looks like and how it does prepare them for life on the pond. Dragonflies live most of their life as larvae. Baby dragonflies can eat small fish. As nymphs, dragonflies learn to be proficient hunters. Nymphs eat any aquatic creature they can handle, which include mosquito larvae, worms, and tadpoles. As they get bigger, small fish can even become part of their diet. 
Adult dragonflies burst out of their larva skin. During the course of their nymph stage, dragonflies molt up to 12 times as they grow. Their final molt takes place out of the water, unlike butterflies and moths, who use this time to transition into pure love stage. Dragonflies progress straight from larva to full-grown adults. The nymph skin splits open and the adult dragonfly body emerges. After a short rest, it's ready to fly. Okay, I hope y'all liked and enjoyed. I hope y'all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.